Missionary Enterprises, Missionary Aid International, in association with Holy Faith Gospel Ministries, new contact uh, in Awendo, Migori, Kenya, Africa. So this is um, this a little bit further outside from uh, Kisi and Kisumu and Eldoret and Bongoma and Busia. So I was kind of excited about this. So uh, I did the live stream this morning and uh, now we're going to do the actual teaching uh, with the green screen. It's less work for me and it works out really good. And uh, so this teaching, very excited about this teaching. Very excited, uh, just the way it came together. And uh, the Lord, I'll tell you, I had no idea really what to teach on. I mean, and I like it that way. And then uh, he gave me the title, which is The Origin, The Source and Foundation for All Supernatural, Miraculous, Creative Power. He actually gave me that. And he gave me the, the foundational verses for that also. So very encouraging once again that he has the freedom to dictate to me. He has the freedom uh, to say what he wants to say overall. Of course, it's not, uh, it's not perfect because I'm not walking in the fullness of the new man. But it's getting there. We're getting there. And of course, we're walking, uh, we're getting more into prayer. I finally got my, my shelter, my so-called carport, whatever you want to call it, built. And uh, so now I'm back into the into prayer and uh, the word and things like that. So so let's start here with just some key New Testament power words. And I think I did a teaching on this. I didn't look, um, but I did a teaching very similar to this back in Omimi. And a little different though, but uh, covered a lot of power words. And uh, so anyhow, let's look at the first one here. Uh, this is Strong's number 746. It's the word um, arche or arche. Literally means beginning, origin. There you go. It fits perfect in with the teaching. Um, it's definition, beginning, origin. Or it has also the idea of rule, uh, kingly or magisterial rule. All right, and I'm, I'm, there's other words that I could have added into this list here, but I kept them out because I'm always trying to make the videos a little bit shorter. Uh, but that's going to change once I get uh, different people helping me with the videos and stuff like that. Um, even if we have to make two parts of it, two parts out of it. So let's look at the next one. This is a very familiar one, uh, one that is very should be familiar with a lot of char most charismatics. Is the word? It's Strong's number fourteen eleven. It's the word dunamis. Of course, we get our word dynamite. Literally, miraculous power. So there we go, miracle. I've got the word miracle in the title of the teaching. We, so we got the word origin. We got the word miracle. Uh, miraculous power. We got the word power also in the title. Might and strength. We got the original word up there. Dunamis, definition. Of course, I just mentioned it. Usage is physical power, force, might, ability, Efficacy, F, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Energy, meaning uh, powerful deeds, deeds showing physical power, marvelous works, marvelous works. Uh, let's move on to Strong's number 1849, another word that we should be very, very familiar with, and uh, that's exousia. 
exousia, and power to act, authority. It's usually translated power or more precisely authority in uh, the better translations. It's um, translation exousia, definition, power to act, authority, usage, power, authority, weight, especially moral authority, influence. So we have this authority, this exousia, given by God to us as his children to exert. And it's not actually the power itself. It's the right. It's the right, the privilege, the benefit to, to, um, to exert the dunamis power, because many times it says uh, where Jesus gave them power and authority. It's uh, a lot of times in the in the Greek, it's the two words put together. So he gave them this authority to use his power. That's the best way. His exousia to use his dunamis. All right. And I've taught on this before, quite a while ago, a couple of years ago. Next one is uh, Strong's number 2041, Ergon. I love this word. Uh, I this is this is a big part of my life. It's the word just means work to labor uh, usage work task employment a deed action that which is wrought or made a work or labor travail. Yeah, and these are things that we can look at down the road. Um, we're going to be looking at all this obviously on the website, but also in some of the teachings for the Bible school for the groups um, per, um, the group on uh, face group. Facebook groups, and then we've got Strong's number 2479. This is a very powerful word. It's the word iscus. Iscus. It means strength and might. Uh, definition, strength, might. Usage, strength, absolutely. Power, might, force, and ability. Uh, it was uh, Dave Roberson who had some friends of his. They had started a, a YouTube channel or something like that. Uh, to put all to promote his all of his te- his uh, his YouTube uh, teachings, and they actually called the channel Iscus, and I didn't know back then at that time. I should have known because I'm very familiar with this word. But anyhow, uh, the next one is uh, this is another powerful one. It's uh, Strong's number twenty nine oh four. It's the word Kratos. Kratos. It's, it reminds me of the word crater. Uh, but anyhow, Kratos literally means definition, strength, and might. Uh, usage, dominion, strength, power, a mighty deed. So a lot of a, a lot of the definitions, they kind of uh, they're synonymous. Uh, they overlap one another, but that's the way it is. Uh, they're power words. They're all synonymous. So they all carry to some degree the same idea. But the way they're using scriptures, that's they're using a particular way. Of course, that's the way God is. And then of course, uh, last one here uh, is Strong's number twenty nine thirty six. It's the word. Schizo, uh, not schizophrenia, but schizo. It's uh, it's the word to build, or more specifically, to create, to create. A usage I create form to form to shape, fashion to make, and regarding always regarding God, not man, but God, because God is ultimately the creator. I mean, man creates things, but the the, the ultimate creator is God. And uh, so let's look at some key references and notes here. Uh, so I've got some good references, very good references, and some good notes. I wrote here, first of all, before we get into the notes, the references, is I wrote, if there's a time to learn to walk by faith, it's now. It's now. Uh, in the days, what we're, what we're seeing right now and what we're, what we're heading into 
in 2021, 2022, and for the next few years uh, before the rapture, whenever that's going to take place, it's time to walk by faith because the walk of faith is the only walk that will give you the victory, especially in the days that we are living in as well as heading into. All right, so the walk of faith. And the more you walk by faith regarding these key words and their application in our lives, um, the more God is going to perform these words, because God alone can perform these words. Man can't perform these words. It's impossible. Impossible. So let's look at Genesis 1, 1 to 4 as our foundation for this teaching. And it's a foundation for all foundations. Of course, uh, people that know me uh, should know that about me by now. So we let's look at verse 1. In the beginning, God prepared form, fashion, and created the heavens and the earth. All right. Uh, number verse two, the earth was without form and an empty waste and darkness was upon the face of the very great deep. And then this is the key right here. The key in all of this is the spirit of God was moving, hovering, brooding over the face of the waters. Verse three, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. Uh, literally in the Hebrew, it's uh, light be and light was. And then verse 4, we see God saw that the light was good. And he approved it, and God separated the light from the darkness. So I can get into this. I don't want to get into this, tying it in with uh, the way the Lord showed it to me years ago out of Mark 11, uh, 22 to 23, and starting back to verse 14. Won't put that up. Um, but that's the way he gave it over to me years ago. So I wrote here, these first four verses in the Holy Bible may very well be the most important in order for us to understand what I wrote in the title of this specific teaching. All right, it's very important, yeah. And the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God is the actual creator. That's why we've got the word God, but we've got specifically the Spirit of God. Okay, was hovering, verse 2, as well as the performer of God's word, God's will, alongside his angels, of course, I put parentheses here, which is another teaching all in itself regarding Psalm 103.20. But just let me make a note here, is that the Holy Spirit is the actual creator of all angels. He created, He, cre he he's the creator. Um, uh, the heaven, the earth, uh, but also the angels. He created the angels so that angels could also become performers of God's word and God's will. Uh, Psalm 103.20. And um, so then we go into 2 Peter 1.21. For no prophecy ever originated because some man willed it to do so. It never came by human impulse. But men spoke from God who were born along, moved and impelled. By whom? By the Holy Spirit. There he is again. Matthew 1.18. Now, the birth of Jesus took place under these circumstances when his mother Mary, the Virgin Mary, had been promised in marriage to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the power of the Spirit. So, Jesus has, Jesus came into existence. The incarnation took place because of the Holy Spirit. All right. And don't have time to get into that. I'm going to be teaching a lot on that regarding the second Adam and uh, creation, uh, procreation, the new creation, it all fits in together. And so I wrote here, obviously this is a teaching 
uh, regarding the Holy Spirit. And it is. It's all about the Holy Spirit. Not not leaving, not wanting to leave anybody out. Because I do re make reference to Jesus. Uh, I do make reference to the Father and Jesus in his humanity. But this is more specifically about the Holy Spirit. So Matthew 3.16, And when Jesus was baptized, he went up at once out of the water, and behold, pay attention, the heavens were opened, and he, John, saw the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon who? Him, Jesus, Jesus. And I believe that word lighting, a lightning uh, in the Greek, it's it's in the present tense. It's it's a once for all thing. When the Spirit came upon him, he was in him also, obviously, in his uh, nature, in his spirit. But when he came upon him, he never left him. He was on him the whole time. Why? There's a reason why. And this belongs to us. It belongs to us. It belongs to those who walk in the new man. So Acts 10.38 how God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth as a man, uh, God's second Adam, God's firstborn son, with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit and with strength and ability and power. Uh, how he went about, who? Jesus went about, by the Spirit, of course, doing good and in particular curing all who were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil, for God was with them. Yeah, God was with them. Why? Because God had anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit. And that's what I wrote here. Jesus was fully dependent upon the Holy Spirit to get the work done his Father had given him to accomplish. And so must we as his body. So must we. I think I'm going to move over a little bit. I don't like the way I'm sitting here. I'm not too sure if this is going to work better for the video. Anyhow, let's go with, like, with this instead. And uh, so let's move on to Matthew 12, 28. Uh, but if it is by the, Jesus is saying this, but if it is by the Spirit of God that I drive out the demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. So there he admits, Jesus admits, referring back to Acts 10, 38. He's doing this by the Spirit. He's that, he, Jesus is not, is not casting out demons. Literally, I mean, specifically Jesus, it's the Holy, he's doing it by the Spirit. And I wrote something very, very, um, I, okay, I said it down here. Uh, Jesus not only drove out demons by the Spirit of God, but he also healed all manners of sickness and disease by the same Spirit of God. Everything Jesus did was by the Spirit. Jesus is the healer. He is the healer. But he is not the one who is actually doing the healing. No, he's not. It's the Holy Spirit who actually does the healing. And I wrote here, this is key here to understand this, and it works for us too, is that the Holy Spirit, oh, I put a small S in there, it's got to be a big S, worked and operated through the faith of Jesus. All right? I just got to fix that when I rewrite this. Uh, the Holy Spirit worked and operated through the faith of Jesus. All right? And of course, we know Jesus walked in his sonship, John 5. I only do what I see my father doing. So they all work together. And we're, we need to be wor uh, walking to, uh, working together too. And that's Jane, because we're his body. Uh, let's move to Titus 3, 5. Uh, God saved us not because of anything, any works of righteousness that we have done, but because of his own uh, pity and mercy by the cleansing bath of the new birth. Regeneration is the word. Pale in Genesis, of course. 
uh, and renewing of who else but the Spirit, of the Spirit. Okay, the Holy Spirit is involved in all of this. Everything, right from creation, right from the beginning, right from the get-go. I wrote here, the Holy Spirit is the origin, the source, the foundation for all supernatural, miraculous, creative power. He is, going back to the foundation in Genesis 1-2. Acts 1-8, but you shall receive power. Ability, efficiency, and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. In the very same way that he came upon Jesus. Um, yeah. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends, the very bounds of the earth. So, same spirit we read about in Genesis 1-2. Very same spirit. Very same. Every reference to the Holy Spirit in especially the New Testament is the same spirit found in Genesis 1 2. 1 Corinthians 12 11. All these, the gifts, the achievements, abilities, are inspired and brought to pass by one and the same spirit who apportions to each person individually exactly as he chooses. The Holy Spirit, he chooses. He's Lord. He's Lord. Jesus is Lord. The Father's Lord, but the Holy Spirit is on the earth. He's the Lord. He's Lord over the church, or he wants to be, anyhow. And uh, so I wrote here, Jesus operated out of the gifts of the Spirit at all times, all the time. And so must we as his body, all the time, all the time. That would make a very interesting teaching. Because a lot of people teach, a lot of people say that Jesus did what he did because he was God. He was God. No, he did everything as a man. As a man, uh, God the Word became man, flesh, uh, John 1, 14. It's very clear in Acts 10, 38, God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit. So God does not need to be anointed. Uh, God anointed Jesus because he was a man. Ephesians 3, 16 and 20, let's start with verse 16. May he grant you out of the rich treasure of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Spirit. There it is, there he is again, by the Spirit, himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. Verse 20. Now to him, God, who by in consequence of the action of his power, his power, but whose power? God's power, yeah, but specifically. The Holy Spirit's power, right? Going back to even verse 16. That is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think, right? So by his Spirit, like I said, everything Jesus did was by the Spirit. And that's why we need to do everything by the Spirit. And we're not doing things by the Spirit. And that's why we have no fruit or we barely have, we have very little fruit. In our lives, in our churches, in our ministries. But for me, that's about to change. And this is part of the message on Reformation. So I wrote here, we have residential power. I got that from a preacher years ago. Residential power in order to accomplish the will of God by coming. How do you do that? How do you do that, Pierre? Well, there's many things we have to do. But I wrote here, by coming in agreement and believing the Word of God. First of all, you got to believe what the Word says about all this. And His promises, of course. In order to see the Spirit actively active or actively working in our lives. 
You got to start saying what God said about the Holy Spirit. You got to start saying what God says about who you are in Christ and what he wants to do and what he can do and all these different and what he's already done positionally at the cross. You got to start coming in agreement with that. And you got to start sowing those these great, I call them new creation realities. So I just want to go back to uh, what I had said regarding uh, angels, regarding uh, they're not co-creators, but they are performers of the word, and we can't leave them out. So there's the Holy Spirit, who is, like the Lord told me, he said, you have two allies, uh, the Holy Spirit, and then he said, uh, my angels. So we've got the Holy Spirit, who is the creator. Angels are not creators, uh, but they are performers of the word. That's what I wrote here, uh, Psalm 103.20. Bless the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do or perform his commandments, hearkening to the voice of his word. So they are performers of the word alongside the Holy Spirit. So I don't know how God uh, chooses. Uh, there's a time where the Holy Spirit performs the word. There's another time where the angels perform the word. But all I know is I can put both of them to work. And they, they, they are put to work in the very same way, by speaking God's word in faith. Now, how they perform it, who performs it, that's, I don't know at this time. I don't know. There are times where it's going to be the Holy Spirit, and there are times where it's going to be angels. So I believe when it comes to like uh, miracles, uh, healings, uh, deliverances uh, of uh, demons, stuff like that, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. He has to do that. But the other things, a lot of other things, uh, angels are uh, dispatched. They, they are put in uh, to work, uh, even Hebrews 1.14, uh, regarding God's promises and different things like that. So anyhow, I want to thank you once again. I want to keep this short. Uh, this was only 23 minutes. It uh, looks like it, so that's good. And uh, as I finish all my videos, walk in the fullness of the grace of God. Shalom and amen.